You're listening to Rima Radio. Next midweek service word episode is from Sheen shared in Agape Community Church Seremban entitled Living Wise. Listen to that and other sermons at rimaardi.io or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And now for this week's interview with Helen Devonish and Alex Aoyang. Prophetic art is uh, probably something you don't hear often. I mean, in my own experience, I don't see uh, many people practicing prophetic art, as in drawing uh, something that's inspired by God in in church or in services. And today, uh, I'd like to talk about that. And in the studio, I have uh, Helen Devonish from uh, Hobart, Australia. Hi. Who's been drawing for forever, I think. Oh yes, when I was a kid, I started <laughs> drawing, but I you took painting up about twenty years ago. 20 years ago. And prophetic art about 10 years. I see. Yeah. And uh, along with uh, her is uh, Alex Aoyong, who just started uh, on this journey of yeah. prophetic art and has been drawing. I think the last time I visited Kingdom City, I saw him in the corner yeah. drawing, edit, just edit. And, and I think it's, it's your normal practice. That's what you do every service? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've started to do it at uh, the 5.30 service. And uh, as God leads, I will take out my brushes and paint and worship God in that way. Right, yeah. right. Uh, I myself, uh, I don't know, I grew up drawing and, and, and I've always been told that hey, you have this talent. Um, but I've not done much of late. I, I do other creative work. I do uh, more of the user interface and user experience and UI, UX, more of websites and things like that. But, but it's something that's always been inside of me and uh, I feel that it's great that we just talk about it and even unpack this whole topic about uh, prophetic art. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your experience? I mean, um, Helen, like, how did okay. you start? So how did I start? Firstly, when I was painting, I used to paint in my bedroom with the door closed. I didn't like anyone watching me at all. About 10 years ago, when I started getting more of the prophetic art, uh, the first one I did with the hands breaking free from chains, and that was just at home. I was just painting them at home. And then one day I sensed the Holy Spirit say, get ready to paint publicly. And I'm thinking, oh, no, what's that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, how old were you this this time? Sorry? How old were you? Oh, well, this is in my 40s. Yeah, so it's only 10 years ago. Yeah, so I continued to paint at home. And then we, a couple of us went to Sydney to a conference and there was a prophetic artist painting at this conference. And I kind of thought, I think it's something like that. And I'm to do. So when we started the Outreach Cafe, which was six and a half years ago, uh, we were open on a Friday night and we'd have live Christian music, different bands, singers um, coming in. I would paint. So that was my first step into it. And then a year after we started the cafe, we started church. And so we had the painting there. But because I do most of the preaching, I didn't want to be doing the painting and the preaching because it's too much like a one-woman show so then we encourage others who are artists to do it so now we often have two artists even though our church is still little we find it's great for kids we have a a young girl who comes she's 18 but she's mentally uh, disabled but she loves to paint so we just let her paint even if she's just doing hearts oh, wow. she's part of the service she's using her gift there's an older gentleman in his 70s he was a hidden artist and now he's painting just about every week as well so it's something we're just really wanting to encourage others the weeks i don't preach i love painting oh, i just wow. sing it in tongues and our worship time is only quite short because we're 
really an outreach church. So I, a lot of my paintings are done in 25 minutes mm. and they're quite big paintings, I don't know, about a metre by 70 centimetres. But I just love to do that. It's such an amazing way to worship God. Well, Alex, how, how did you start? Well, I started last year, almost exactly this <coughs> month last year. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was just saying that conference is coming out. I'm from Kingdom City, so we have uh, this yearly conference. And uh, he just said this, Alex, you need to take your drawing seriously. So I usually doodle when I, when I write my notes. And uh, I think when he said, take it more seriously, I, I, I felt something in me just leap and say, okay, maybe I need to get a bigger piece of canvas. So I bought a bigger size moleskin. I bought a couple more pens instead of my typical black color uh, pens. And that sa- it was actually that same day, the day before conference, I decided to uh, just buy the book, buy the pens. And during worship, I went in. And I think that was where I started drawing. It was, it was difficult at first because I would draw the same thing that I would draw in my, in my, in my books. And then slowly, it started to become images certain hearts and not just typography which I'm very you know used to and ever since then from that that bigger book um, I started painting so I started uh, with canvas and actually conference is happening on Monday and from that small little book I'm actually having faith that I've got I've got this big canvas I'm, I've prepared I've got pain and I say God <laughs> show up and uh, show me what to do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What What's going on in your minds as you're painting? When you start, do you know what you're going to finish with, Helen? Do you Do you have an idea what's going to? So look like? usually, I will draw something up very faintly on a canvas before I start, and especially like with the kids that paint, often they to start with I was drawing things up for them but then I've been encouraging them you pray you ask God what you should paint so I usually have a rough idea of colors but not always but really when I'm painting I'm worshiping so I'm not really I don't know thinking as such mm, it's sure. more I might be singing the songs often the halfway you know I'm, I'm got my hands up I'm a worshiper you <laughs> yeah, know I and I keep worship yeah. and singing away and get back to the painting you know so it's just an expression of worship so i don't know that i'm just worshiping the lord so that's what i'm thinking yeah i think i think it's the same thing with me it, it's really worship and uh actually i i it's just really I, I empty my mind and uh there are times where there is an inkling um for me i i i know that no, I, I'm in the prayer team. So one of the few things that happens in the prayer team is we have ladies say, I have a vision. Yes. Uh, for me, I, I don't get these visions. But what I do get is I have a word. Like say, for example, um, sunglasses or glasses. And it does, I, it's, it's random things. And then as I reflect, I, so I don't start drawing at all. And uh, there was this one time when that happened. And then I took out my paint and then I started drawing and I think that's where God takes over so I I'm, I, I do the same thing too I, I worship and there are times where I just stop for a while and I just worship I'm on my knees and then when I feel that God is leading me to draw it again then I continue drawing so, so I'm curious what happened to the sunglasses 
Um, okay, so I drew. <laughs> started, started, started. I, I drew. I drew this pair of sunglasses, and it didn't make sense to me. To be very honest, most of the time when I draw, there are some things that has a message, but some things I just leave it and say, "God, I think there's a reason why uh, I've drawn sunglasses. it." And then when I finish drawing it, one of my friends comes in and says, "Oh wow, this is really cool." And then he tells me, you know what? Today I came into service and God was telling me that I need to look through different lenses. Right. And and then I know that. Because so it could be a confirmation for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For him, it was like you know he and he was explaining you know why this and and then I realized that now sometimes most of the time the drawings are really not just for myself and me an expression of an as an artist too, but. It is also for the body of Christ okay. that the body can receive something from it. Okay. Yeah. So we're in conversation with Helen Devonish and Alex Aoyong about prophetic art. And uh, when you come back, we'll talk uh, more about the stories that came out of your uh, art projects and your art expression. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Kit Chan and I attend the St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church the International Church of Kuala Lumpur. And I'd like to share the words from Hebrews 10.35. So, do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what He has promised. Rayma Radio Welcome back to Rima Radio, the weekly podcast on faith, culture, music and more. And today we're talking about prophetic art. <laughs> so let's hear the prophetic side of it now. I mean, art is art. And I think uh, like you, you, you said it uh, just now about how it's an expression. People express through songs, people express through dancing, people exp- express through words. Why not art? No? Why, why don't people do it uh, uh, more often and, and, and in a more visual way? I don't know. Do you guys think about it? Why, why doesn't it happen more often in churches? Yes, I think it's something that we've maybe missed because it is a gift from God. And so that's why we really encourage it in our church. And I think one week we actually had three artists mm. as well. So, you know, if people want to paint, if that's a way they can express their worship to God, I think personally as an artist myself, I want to encourage that. Like with any gifts mm. in the body of Christ, you know, it's a creative gift. And I think the visual in our society is so powerful. So in our church, we do get people from the street ministry coming who've never, ever been to a church. Mm. So they always find the singing the hardest thing because it's not, it's different, I guess, the worldly singing. And so for them to be able to have the artwork to look at while we're having the worship, I think it is, it does speak to them. And often somebody will come up to me after, oh, can I buy that? Can I have that? You know, because it speaks to them. And about uh, a month ago, I painted a lion and uh, I had a lot of people want that. And I said, look, I don't know who's to have it. I'll take it home. But I felt God said I'm to keep it because it was me. Mm. It was for me, this one. It was mm. really about, you know, the lion and the boldness and mm. the speaking out. So what I actually did was I've actually done a couple of smaller ones of the same mm. painting, which I'm going to give to them later when it's the right time. So, mm. yeah. Okay. I think for me, we just don't see people doing it. And so when we don't see people doing it, um, we think that maybe it's not appropriate doing service. Sure. Uh, maybe yeah. we know worship, 
uh, I've seen people with banners, you know, and, yes. and, and you know, in my old church, we used to Symbols. do this. Yes. Yes. But Symbols. sometimes like now, yeah, now we, I don't see it. So really um, people think that maybe it's not something that maybe it's appropriate right now, yes. you know. But I realized that, um, like for me, um, I think it was a nudging. It was from that small, that small year book to that bigger moleskin and and uh, it was an expression of who I am and I realized mm. being an artist I just have to do it the way I, 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 I do best and I think it was also a season for me where worship I, even though I can harmonize and sing worship songs there was a season where it was just I didn't really need to sing and I just needed to lift my hands and I think there was yeah. a preparation where God allowed me to be still and then take up painting because if I was singing and painting it's not so easy you know to do it and I, I think I just started painting and uh, one thing led to another to another medium and and now I, I see in my church there have been a few who have come to me and said this is so encouraging um, I'm going to do it too so we have this small little group once in a while where we have a global prayer night and we sit together and I'm painting, they have got a sketchbook and they're starting to draw. So I think there maybe needs to be a community, uh, people coming together, mm. seeing it, being encouraged. Yeah. And I, I have seen that you mentioned global, global prayer. So uh, in previous Global Day of Prayer events, I've seen like uh, towards the stage, there'll be one section just for people painting and, and doing prophetic art. Mm. And I just, I, I kind of know the organizers and I feel that, yeah, it's, it's a great um, platform. Yep. to do that do you think all churches churches should have uh, 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 maybe a, a section in the church for painting I mean I don't think all churches would cope with it True. you know because everyone is different you know and I have had negative feedback from some people like it's not in the bible <laughs> but I, I think that you're being very law based then mm. you know because mm. there's like you say the banners well mm. I guess in the old testament they had banners but you know, I think it is a, a way that we can express art as long as it's not a distraction away from worship. But I think it's a, a good thing. Like yeah. for us, I'm glad that we have it in our church mm. and that we can encourage people in those gifts who otherwise wouldn't be encouraged. It's interesting because I, I was, uh, I've had this conversation once with this guy who came to church and he says that the worship is great, but the only problem is I can see the worship team on stage. And that's distracting. Oh. <laughs> it would be better if the musicians were all behind the stage somewhere and I can't see them so I can focus on God. So I'm like, hmm. So <laughs> shut your eyes, really, you know, if that's a distraction. Yeah. So <laughs> Anything can be a distraction. <laughs> that's, all right. Right. that's right. And, and so something that I have learned that when I first started, uh, we talk about distraction. So I think God spoke to me, there's no reason to go in front um, to paint. You can always go in one corner. Mm. And just paint, and so that's something that I've I've I started out with, uh, painting in one corner. <laughs> um, but what I would do is after the painting is done, so as the different ones are leaving, I actually I just turn around the painting, and I pray that w my desire is that I pray that when they see it, maybe through the message or and through the visual, something connects, and uh, that for me has been worship. And say this is my offering to God, you know, and. Uh, I think there are different ways of doing it. I, mm. uh, for conference, actually, I'm, I, I've been really blessed because my senior pastor, Pastor Jemima, is going to be speaking to ladies. And uh, she approached me and said, Alex, I would like you to paint 
um, on stage while I preach. And I, to be very honest, it's the first time I'm doing it. Um, so I think where, when uh, I think the church embraces it and it sees that there is something that God is doing and it can be through the preaching and it can be through a painting, um, you know, it's great. It, 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 I think it just brings another level of of spirituality, of being able to express, being able to worship. So I am, to be very honest, uh, excited, but I'm saying, God, what do I do? <laughs> I have no idea what to paint. But I say, you know, if you have placed me in that position, you will also lead me and and it may mean something to the person who will get that painting at the end of the day. And it could be life-changing. It could be life-changing for those who see it. Um, yeah, I know. As you're saying that, I was thinking like even praying in tongues. It's, sometimes it seems very abstract, right? It's just tongues. Yeah. Then someone listens to it and they catch something out of it, and they, there's interpretation of tongues to 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 them, and then they they get it in 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 the spirit, right? So, and it's so cool. You start with a blank canvas, <laughs> and and God guides you, and and you then come up with this creative process and rely on him. And and I, it's tr- also very, very important, I think the posture of it, like what we talked about. Pe- people will tr- be thrown off if it's a very showy thing, isn't it? Like if you go on stage and you're doing this painting, and then look at me, look at me, and the congregation will be like, mm, this guy <laughs> or this lady, you know? So I think that's that's important, yeah. the heart of it and, and what's our, yeah. our what's our intention and if it's to bless and I feel that God can and will use that, mm. all right? Uh, we'll take a short break and we'll come back we'll talk more about this exciting topic. Hi, my name is Scott and I'm from Suriana Welfare Society, Malaysia and this is my prayer. Heavenly Father, we commit to you the children of Malaysia into your hands even as many of them are faced with circumstances of which they are abused. I pray that even as they cry out to you that you would listen and I thank you that uh, there are organizations out there who are reaching out to help them. And also, I th- I'm thankful for blessing us with a new government who prioritizes child protection in Malaysia. Therefore, I pray that your wisdom and your guidance will be upon those who are spearheading these initiatives to ch- protect children in Malaysia. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Rayma Radio. Welcome back to Rema Radio, the weekly podcast on faith, culture, music, and more. And today we're talking about prophetic art. And uh, early on, I said that we want to hear stories about your art, the, the prophetic art pieces. Uh, maybe you can share, Alex, uh, some stories that came out of uh, your, besides sunglasses and the other <laughs> stories. I think, I, I, I thought I'd share on the, the posture part. Sure. Um, because when I started painting, um, actually it was sketching. Um, when I finished sketching something um, and I show it to different ones uh, for example um, I can see that God is working and that sometimes the right person that, has, that the person that sent uh, that passed it to actually God speaks to them immediately and they say you know what this is how I felt you know for example <laughs> and also I was going through this season where every week I was drawing and, and God was revealing certain things and then there was one week where uh, my prayer pastor came to me and said um, Alex, I, I think you need to take a step back and uh, reflect on what God is doing. And uh, so for one month, uh, stop drawing, be in the service and worship. 
And it was tough because I was going through this whole part about uh, prophetic and different ones were actually receiving. But you know, I just felt that in my spirit, yes, I should do this. So I just stopped painting. I kept all my stuff behind uh, at home. People came to me and said, hey, you're not painting this week? I said, um, no, this week I'm just going to just reflect and, and allow God to move. So one month passed. Now, what happened after that one run is really amazing because I started going and traveling out to Malaysia. And as I was traveling out, literally at a geographical location, God would give me something to paint. And uh, it, it took a different level of uh, painting because it had to do with uh, what was happening in our nation, change. And I was painting about change that I saw in different states. And... I begin to realize that, you know, if I had just kept on drawing and just painting, I would have just reached the ceiling or it may have just been something, you know, just mm. out of my own thing, you know, and sure. stopping for a while and then just allowing God to move and then starting back again, I realized that it took my painting to another level. Mm. Mm. And ever since then, I've also learned when to receive uh, so stop painting. I may bring all my stuff and I don't end up painting at all and it's okay. You know, and there are times where I can just paint and I take 10 minutes and the painting is done and I realize that, wow, you know, uh, sometimes if we try, uh, force it, it. Yeah, you force it, it won't happen and so I've learned that I just need to take a step back mm. and God will come true. That's good. Yeah. Maybe I can share a, yeah. a different aspect, another story. So often, when I've done the painting, which is about once a month that I get to paint on the week I have rest from preaching. And often there's somebody in church who wants the painting and looks and I'll just give them away. I'm not there to, you know, I don't want to make money out of it or anything, but someone, oh no, pay for it. And then that re you know, helps to get more canvases to paint in church. So that that's good when that happens. But one week, that's quite a few months ago now, I'd painted a lighthouse. Now, the last time I did a lighthouse, it, somebody wanted it straight away, somebody from the mainland. They ended up taking it back on the plane. But this time I painted the lighthouse. Nobody wanted it. Okay, that's fine. I'll just take it home, put it in the garage, all my other lots of paintings that can't fit in my house. <laughs> and then I put a picture of it on Facebook. And at the time that I put it on Facebook, there was a guy, he's actually a radio interviewer on our local Christian radio in Hobart. He was going through a hard time and he just put a post on Facebook and I put on the picture. And I, he, I can't remember the actual detail. He'd said something, I saw his post and I knew the painting was for him. So I, I messaged him, I said, I want to give you this painting. He's like, Really? So I took it into him on the Tuesday doing street ministry because they're in town. And he took that home and he was just so thankful because that painting now really speaks to him. Then one day, a few weeks ago, just how the light was hitting in their home, the light was on the light of the lighthouse. And he sent me a photo of the oh, light wow. on the lighthouse. So sometimes we just do things in faith, but then God has other things to come out of it you know and sometimes it's not the most specky paintings but it's the heart that's behind it yeah. and obviously for us in our church we're encouraging others which it might not seem like it's 
um, super spiritual, like the way that we get it. It's like, oh, let's just Google some ideas or something. But that's all right because that's how it starts and then people get more inspired. So the older guy in our church, I'll often let him know in the middle of the week what I'm preaching on. So he has the opportunity to think about that or tell him some info of the sermon so then he knows what's coming up. So he's got time to think about it too because it's like preparing a sermon. Mostly I prepare my sermons. Very rarely I have had it happen, but very, mm. you know, where you, okay, you've got to do this, change what you're going to do. But mostly, you know, so the Holy Spirit can work ahead of time. doesn't have to be just at church or just before church. It can be the time during the week to prepare. Mm-hmm. So out there listening right now are people who are, maybe they have the grace to draw and to create art and probably they may not have been doing it as often as as they should Mm. and they're listening to both of you probably they're thinking "Mm, should i should not Mm. shouldn't i what would you say to them i'd say don't be afraid you know fear is not from god you know go and talk to your pastor say look i've got this gift i'm a bit scared could i just even sit on my chair at the back of church Mm. and do some artwork you know, like you can do stepping stones. It doesn't have to be up the front with a big painting. Yes. It can be a little picture on your lap or then set up in the back corner. You know, obviously work in with the pastor, pray, ask the Lord to give you an open door if it's the right thing and it's the right time. I think that's important because the last thing you want is to disrupt the service or be disrespectful oh, that's right. to the that's pastor. Right. You may be, I don't know, maybe again, like even like singing, uh, if, if you're not, you don't have the grace of the talent and, and of course you do express, but if it disrupts service and the leadership doesn't feel that it fits, yeah. then you have to be open like yourself. Mm. Alex, when the pastor says, take a break, yeah. you, you, you submit to leadership and, right. and it speaks right. a lot. That's right. right. Yeah. But uh, if if the pastor is open to it and if you are bold enough and, and from the heart and the posture of wanting to bless, mm. I think by all means, you should just do it. Just draw. Yeah. How about yourself, Alex? I think, like for me, I chose the medium that I was most comfortable with and it was actually pens, you know. So I started off with tin pens, then it went on to markers. And I think as you slowly grow and as you draw, because... It is in the drawing and the development. It's okay if you make mistakes, you know. Um, sometimes I, I have experience where uh, I realize at the end of the day, mm, it didn't turn out that well. It's okay, you know. Yep. Continue drawing. And as you do that, I think the skill develops. But I think the skill of listening to God and, and being sensitive to His Spirit uh, will enable you. And I think from then on, then you can move on to a bit more bigger canvas and I think my my journey was really at small to a bit more bigger and then uh, I would go to the stationery shop and somehow feel that I need to draw a bit bigger and then keep to it and so I continue it and I just develop that that skill of listening that skill of drawing understanding the medium and I think when you do that I think it will explode um, you will draw uh, what you need to draw and I think people will be able to catch it also great know? great um, truly I think our, our hope really is that people uh, give their talents to God uh, yeah. and uh, it, it can be anything it can be anything at yeah. all that you've been given the grace and, and talent to do uh, but if you do it unto the glory of God I think God can do so much yeah. Uh, if we submit ourselves That's to right. Him yeah. so really I, I hope to see more of you um 
just taking that step of faith and doing it and I and if you want to share with us please do share with us on our Facebook on uh, Rimar RED.10 uh, and, and we would love to he- see them and also maybe you know give some encouraging words and all that so you've been listening to me Jason on Rimar Radio the weekly podcast on faith culture music and more God bless This segment song is from Poetic Wit. Do connect with us at facebook.com slash rimarad.10. Comment, like and share our weekly show so we can do more. Contact us at hello at rimarad.io. We would love to hear from you. Listen to all past shows by searching Rima Radio on the following apps. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud or anywhere else you get your podcast. This episode was audio edited and mixed by Jason Han. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. God bless. I found it on Rayma Radio.